Hey guys, thank you for checking out Bucked Up. Just before we start, I would love if you'd hit the subscribe button, like, share the video. We have new episodes coming out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And starting in the new year, check out Wrapped Up exclusively on Vivo. This episode is sponsored by Exotic Roots Hydro, which I have to give a huge shout out to. They are a huge supporter of the podcast, and I'm really happy to be working with them. If you're ever in Rochester, New York, and you need to learn about any of your hydroponic needs, go to their shop. You can follow them at Exotic Roots Hydro on Instagram. Shout out their whole team. They have an amazing venue space. Uh, they're going to be putting on tons of events. Just make sure to follow Exotic Roots Hydro on Instagram. And if you're ever in Rochester, definitely stop by. Let's get back into it. It was at this moment that he knew. He bucked up. Now he fucked 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 up. Now you have fucked up. Time bro gets his respect. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. It's how Zach. we all get the respect we deserve. Shout out you. Shout out Big Tone. <laughs> Are you getting your respect? I feel like I am. You know, it's always a battle every day. Uh, but as Benny said in his one song, it's real versus fake, and we're up one. But I'm going to say we're up a little more than one, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's a daily battle. Uh, but at this point in life, we kind of know who's who, what's what. And, you know, people are still working themselves out of the equation, unfortunately, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> we're moving up. People show their true colors and true exactly. cards. Yeah. Exactly. You have to have that little tank mentality. That's why I call it. You keep pushing forward, and people people will give up on that shit for they real. Do, right. Some people got it and some people don't. Um, how we say it? It's got to be in you, not on you. Yeah. This shit's in us, man. It's not on us. Did you come in with the sport, BSF with the sports? Is that was what your first? No, 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 no. It was, it was really with the music, with the videos, with the skits. Um, way back, I was doing skits. Uh, shout out Uncle Murder and Tell Him Blanco sent you. I was, oh, I was doing really? skits because I'm a big fan of like real rap. So, you know. Uncle Murder, Mano, all that, I was, Benny, all of us, you know, I, yeah. if it's in that little group, I, I love it. So I was doing a lot of skits and um, like talking on skits. No, I'm making crazy skits like wild promo skits, you know, oh, okay. you have to go all back right. and watch them. But all right. I had to slow down on it. I caught a little case. Oh, and shoot. I had to slow down on doing anything. Is that, that OK, wild. now I understand why your Instagram <laughs> bio is the whole thing. It is. <laughs> so I had to slow down. But yes, I was doing skits and stuff. But I mean, I always knew of Benny and BSF and, yeah. um, you know, because Buffalo is a small town. So, like I said, everybody kind of knows who's who and what's what. So, um, yeah, from, yeah, from we Buffalo always originally. Like, exactly. I'm from Buffalo. My whole family's from Buffalo. Um, my people are from Sicily. My, my uncle was a boxer here. So, like. People are just well known. My other fam's got the pizzeria, you know, Lenovo shout, shout out. it out. Dope ass wings and pizza. Hell yeah. The best they say, you know, we got the war for best in the world. Yeah. Best in America. All right. I'm not gonna best. say the world, but because over there in Italy and Sicily, we gotta yeah, you have people you know collision. Talk. Exactly. <laughs> I know. But no, but, the food was great. Thank you so much. Definitely. Shout definitely. out Lenovo. What what you like the best from there? I like the wings. And barbecue I'm, wings on the pit. I know. I and I told you. I was like, I was like, to yesterday. I was like, I'm gonna be on a diet. <laughs> but today, this shit looks so good. I had to have. It. You Thank had to you. indulge. I had to indulge. I'm in Buffalo. I just got to listen to fucking some great music. Can't some talk great for it, right? So exactly. that you hooked up, man. And for real, you got a good sneak peek on things, and don't get no bigger than that, man. So you're, you're part doing, of history now. 
for real. <laughs> this was a historic day. Honestly, right. the the first time I heard the album, like, and when other people hear it, they're going to have their memories. But this is, I think, one of the best memories you can have for that. Exactly. No real shit. So you kind of got a gist of what's going on. You see yeah. how the play was set up. Now you see Benny's here. We're in the studio. He's over there making a song. So you're kind of yeah. seeing how some he crazy R and B too. Like exactly, I fuck with that shit heavy. So that's I'm what I'm saying. You kind of see the see how it's created. Yeah, it's the behind the scenes. A lot of people don't see and see how natural comes off his brain. So you were making skits and stuff, and then what happened? So basically, I'm making skits and stuff. And um, shout out my boy Slim Gus. Shout out Slim Gus. Um, he's a video director. We did a lot of the early videos. Um like a friend of ours back on Benny's um, album, a friend of ours, uh, we did uh, a bunch of videos. Well, whether it was rubber bands and weight, which was uh Tana talk three, we did that together. Yeah. A friend of ours, we did a couple. And you were the videographer. Uh, were you director? No, I don't, I don't hold the video camera. I don't do editing. I just come up with ideas. You're the, you're the, you're the idea guy. I come up with ideas. Guy. And then I make the calls and say, okay, we need a tractor trailer. We need a warehouse. We need a, Whatever it is, you're an important part of the. Yeah, <laughs> we're just you're the oil connect, to the machine. Yeah, we're connecting exactly. things and making it happen. But, you know, I don't like to beat my own horn much. I know, but that's what this is. I, <laughs> I think it's a beat your horn podcast. Honestly, I don't know if you saw, but someone released like what five podcasts they're most excited for me to do. And you were on that list. Oh, I was. So oh, people wow. want to. Yeah. So people want to hear. Okay. Like, yeah. All right. So you're making the videos. You're bringing it all together. Yep. And the, uh, me and what? Gus were tag teaming and getting crazy. You know, yeah. like I said, I think one of my favorite ones we did was probably rubber bands and weight. Uh, one of the, one of my favorite songs. We got the, uh, my guy has a butcher shop and, um, we did the video there. He, that specific day, he happened to have a whole pig. So we had a whole pig hanging from a hook. I remember. <laughs> and those, what better thing is there to do than hang a pig from a hook in a butcher shop and wrap around it, man. I mean, Hey, Hey man, it is what it is, man. <laughs> that is crazy. It just so people to gotta go back and rewatch that now and realize that's I, a real pig hanging I from know. a hook. You don't think about like, oh, how does that get there? You right. Know? And you'll also notice that place is really clean. That guy there, he's a real popular butcher in town. Yeah. He does real well. Um, and he always has full animals. Like once a week, he does like it might be a pig this week, it might be a, a goat next week, yeah. like a sheep. He does all that. Love, so yeah. Honestly, I didn't know that. I from the outside, I, I didn't do my research, but I thought you came in with the sports stuff. So that's, uh, oh, it's that's cool. Later. That that's because um, as time went on, um, as time went on, I mean, Benny will always say I'm a secret weapon. That's a word he used. I liked it that way. I liked that word, a secret yeah. weapon. Because yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, it might be that. But that's um, what I mean. You're the, you put the shit together. I help. I help. I help put it together. A Lego is nothing without a building. Exactly. You know, it's like a human body. We all are different parts with brain, heart, arms, legs. We yeah. all work together to make it happen. We always think like that. And even uh, like a sports team, we always reference that like our Buffalo Bills shot them out, you know? Yeah. But, you know, you need everybody plays their own part. We got our boy Dion protecting Josh. Josh, who needs to be protected, throwing them bombs to digs and knocks and our boy Beasley. You know what I mean? Coming yeah. marching down the field and we're all trying to go to the Super Bowl, man. Do you and, feel like you're at the Super Bowl yet? Man, I feel like we already won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And we just got, you know, different things for me personally is, is a Super Bowl win. You know, um, what are some of your Super Bowl wins? Well, man. Just transitioning from, you know, being a, a young, reckless young man to being a educated, you know, in this rap business or even in any business, just 
being a hustler and being free. You know, I did five years in prison and, um, you know, I had, I, we were just adding this up yesterday, shooting the shit, talking like, you know, a lot of my life, probably at least literally 15 years. I'm only in my early thirties. Yeah. I gave about 15 years to the system, whether it was probation, parole or prison or in and out. Salute. So, you know, I say that to say, you know, um, there was a lot of obstacles in the mix of it. Um, a lot of tests and, um, what was that Super Bowl win? When did you make that decision to become like, mm, uh, when I got free from prison and actually shit, I would say my first Super Bowl win was taking my case to trial before I went to prison in my life. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. A lot of different things to me are, are Super Bowl wins. Um, you know, coming from where we come from, taking your case to trial and not telling Super Bowl win. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, for real. cause not a lot of people can say that. You know, and um, especially now, yeah. you know, hell yeah, we come home and, and then do our thing and eventually work our way into this music industry. And, um, you know, it's just huge. You know, what did you think you were going to be doing? Man, when I first came home, I was just trying not to go back. You know, the pro people are on your ass. They want you to get a job. Uh, How about it, before you went away? What did you think you were going to be doing? To be honest, before I went away, I always had a love for music. Um, and, uh, but before I went away, to be honest, I never really looked that far ahead. I really was thinking, uh, unfortunately just say like, literally like dead or in jail, like really, like, I swear to God, yeah. like, that's what we are looking at. Like, how can we beat the system? How can we, uh, you know, make it out of this situation? And uh, just very narrow sighted before that, you know what I mean? We're only looking down like a horse with the blinders on. We're looking like yeah. down a narrow hall, but you know, at this point, I was just talking about this with City Boy the other night. At this point of life, it's like we once were the horse with the blinders on, just running straight, which is what you need to do. Mm -hmm. Not worry about other shit. But we learned at this point is like the horse, the blinders open up. Now we see other parts of the world. We see how, you know, yeah. we're on the rooftop talking with Jay-Z or, you know, just real shit that at this point we've done. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, now it's like living and learning and trying to put those lessons into effect, you know? No, I feel you. I feel like I'm at that point right now where like I let go of the reins and found success, but now if I'm going to keep it going, I have to really grab hold of it and really take control. Like there's a level of mm -hmm. freedom you have to give up to get into it, but then sacrifices you, but once you look, once you're like tripping, you have to learn how to run and really, as you said, open up the blinders and see that and there's a lot of moving parts. <laughs> really? It's not just like what really? you see. It's not what it's, you know, right. You have to dedicate your life to it. Exactly. And, and that's like one of them sayings, like knowledge is power. Like it really is. Yeah. Once you know certain things and you apply them, that's, what's going to help separate you. You know, you got to understand what's going on and what part of what part you play in yeah. your life, your future, and even your teams. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, going back to the football game, you know, you could be the best quarterback, but if no one's protecting you, how are you going to be able to do your job? Or do you remember where we left off them? Uh, yeah, I do. I do remember. <laughs> We're talking about the Super Bowls of your life. Ah. Man. Super Bowls. Of the Super Bowls of your life. We're talking wow. about um, becoming a man after you got out and realizing you didn't Ooh. want to go back. And right. uh, Super Bowls of life. Hell yeah. So there was a lot of Super Bowls. So yeah. like I say, 
We took a brief intermission. Right, we took a ate brief. All of the Lenovo uh, wings. A lot of Lenovo's. There's only some wings left. The pizza's <laughs> gone on the other side now. <laughs> they were delicious. <laughs> Get them open late. We're getting more food. Right. <laughs> Have to put another order in. <laughs> Got uh, the biggest right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's my boys. When I'm when I'm getting on the show, that's what everybody. When I'm getting on the show, man. When are you getting on the show? Soon. I gotta All get right. me on the show. I see All everybody right. on the show. Gotta get me on the show. Yeah, get our <laughs> brother on that motherfucker. Benny's coming on the show soon. You're you're here in person because we just was talking about brother. <laughs> you're hearing the spirits at this man, current this time. Is a, this is the craziest day. This is a Super Bowl day of my, of my life. You see, the butcher just walked in. That's For how real. close we are. Now they really understand. We're in the studio. He's making hits. And showing shits. <laughs> he just showed you some shits and he's still making more hits, man. Crazy. Yeah. The butchers in the building, man. Crazy work ethic. Cra- I, I'm, I can't believe I got to hear the music that's coming out. I'm glad we were able to. When share did that you realize you. you knew you were part of something like crazy? Man, I don't, like I said, I knew even when I was doing my skits, because when I was doing these skits, I'm like, these shits got to hit. Originally, I was a big fan of 50 Cent. So, I was really trying to get in with 50. I was I was with, but I'm a Buffalo guy. So I'm like, man, if these fellas don't need me, because I if they don't need me, I'm trying to go right to the top. <laughs> but no, I was a big fan of 50. And like I said, some real shit. Uncle Murder. He had signed Uncle Murder back in that time. Don't come outside. And all that was 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 the tape that was out. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was I was just going hard with my creative ideas. And um, and you knew there was something special. Exactly. I knew by my hype and I knew like, you know, they were like movie scenes, like Goodfellas scenes. And I was just coming with my yelling this and whatever I was doing. It was just, you know, it was adding. I was just including everything. I had words to the song and the skits and the promo posters. I was just making like a wild promotional video, you know, and it was, yeah. you know, a skit. And uh, I remember back then, I remember meeting um, Uncle Murder's main man, telling Blanco sent you his Instagram, you know, just stand up guy. He's all about stand up guys. He posts them up on his page and always is putting the guys on there that paved the way. So they came up to Buffalo. Uncle Murder ain't make it that trip. And it was Conway's pop up over uh, at the cellar on Elmo. This is, you know what, probably this is probably like, what, 2016, maybe. Oh, wow. You know, 2016, 2018, somewhere in there, somewhere in that little range right there. But I remember them saying like, yo, murder fucks with your skits. And, and I knew he did because he was throwing them on the page. But this is me meeting them in person. They're like, yeah. yo, how many followers you got? I'm like, damn, I still remember this day. I'm like, man, I got like 300. I had like 300 <laughs> followers back then. And he's like, well, we're going to get your shit up there, man. You got your own lane. Nobody's making skits like this. You got all the detail. This shit is crazy. Like they were really bigging me up and they connected me with another fellow from Brooklyn that was part of their team. And he was sending me uh, some clothes and hats and we worked out a deal. Like everyone that got sold off of it, he was throwing me some money back and, you know, but you know, in a real like professional way, like it was a website. So every time someone purchased from the site, 100 it would transfer funds to my account so you know and that was um was that bag life clothing shout out my boy over at bag life in brooklyn but that's one of the first stuff that i was wearing in my skits and i met him through them fellas there and um you know uh that's that's how it all was starting and then i just took them same ideas and started connecting with slim guts okay you know, who's a video director from buffalo and yeah me and him putting our ideas together and we went from making skits to uh i'm i'm co-directing videos and you know creative yeah. director and stuff like that and you know and uh shout out city boy he's the one that really like pulled me in the loop and said yo we want to add you on our team and you know 
the first time they invited me over to Parkside, DJ Shea, you know, rest in peace, DJ Shea. But, you know, he invited me over there to Parkside and uh, got to kick it with Benny. And, uh, you know, we already, like I said, had a little bit of history and running. So we already knew each other a little bit. And, um, you know, that day moving forward, that's when we like really became family that day over there, you know, and yeah. joined the team officially and, uh, you know, been working hard ever since, you know? Yeah. What do you think that is that like drive that you just know that you're going to be part of something? Mm. Well, I think first of all, you got to be able to see it. You know, you got to be able to see it. First things first, you got to see it. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people don't see it, you know? So you got to see it. You got to want it. And, uh, you know, and, and an old saying too is once you got something, you'll find a way to keep it. So whether you go get yourself a Rolls Royce or a, a, a big house or, yeah. you know, might even be a dog, something simple, you know, yeah. once you get it, you'll find a way to keep it. If you're really about that shit, you know what I mean? Otherwise you don't deserve it. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so, you see people who get one big thing and then fall off, fall off. Same thing. Someone say you work your way up from a, a dishwasher to a boss. Yeah. Well, if you lose your title after you don't climb that ladder and someone pushes you off and you fall all the way down, you better be able to get yourself back up there or it wasn't for you. Well, that's the craziest thin thing here. And Benny be like, I'm hungrier than ever now. It's like one hundred percent. Uh, but like, God right. damn, like he's been gr- That's what he never. That's stopped. what's going to get you to the top. He never stops. And I can go on days and days about things that he does, you know, whether it might be coming off a stage, literally performing at a sold out show leaving there going to a studio doing a feature that someone paid him to come do or you know and then maybe making a club appearance that he was booked for he might do three four five things in one day yeah you know and i think that's what separates us like our team and stuff like that is because most of our team is made up of you know guys like benny and it's a small circle you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and we all worked our way here and we all kind of got the same work ethic and the same goals and you know, we're in it to do it for the win, you know, yeah. just like the Bills, like, oh, it's cool to play every game. But, you know, we're really doing it for that championship title or, you know, we want to win the Super Bowl. We were trying to yeah. do st- stuff we never did and keep on doing it, you know. Well, that was a big reason that originally I wanted to talk to you about it is something I realized is if I if anyone wants to go fully, they have to create a business around it. Like you have to create a business around yourself. Right. And that's something I feel like you are very good with. And I see you as like creating the business for longevity. Cause you see people fall off cause they don't know how to keep themselves stable without giving it all away. Right. Absolutely. I agree with you on that. And like I said, it, it starts with having that vision and then, um, being able to just, you know, they say like, listen more and talk less. You got to always try to, you know, learn stuff and study stuff. And, yeah. you know, even, um, you know, and it might, might be a lot of different things that you're studying. Like, uh, you know, there's times when I had time on my hands, sometimes I might have time on my hands at the end of the night or on a flight and I'm watching, you know, interviews, whether it was it's people that I, you know, seen their growth and, and, and their wins and like, okay, he went from the bottom to the top, like a 50 cent or a, a Jada kiss or a, just anybody that, you know, came from nothing that made it to something. I remember, you know. I remember being in Boston in this, the Middle East upstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The tiny little club. I remember, and right. I remember Khan 
and Benny yep. and Flea yep. and performing in this. It's a very small club and it's an day. amazing I show. Up that day. I was fucked <laughs> up too that day. I remember blacking out. There's a picture of me <laughs> with a butcher apron on that I took with me, West and Flea Lord. And that was a memory from that day. And I don't always get <laughs> fucked up, but that day that I was, was working a merch table. And I was helping Conway out. I sold a shit ton of, actually, I sold out all his shit, not even a shit ton. I was helping out Conway. I'm always at the merch table at that point. It was me and City Boy at the merch table. But Conway was like, yo, Tony, I ain't got nobody to sell. You know, he had some vinyl, some yeah. shit. We, I sold the shit out of it. Once I was done with his mission, I went back there. I'm like, yo, bro, it's all gone. <laughs> Here you go. You know what I mean? He's like, what? Here. He passed me this bottle of Henny. He was sipping on. Damn near it was full. He's like, finish that shit off. <laughs> You know, me, I'm in the zone. We're at the yeah. show. I'm excited, yeah. too. I'm like, I remember let's go. That. Start pounding it. We're tapping he comes bottles. Out with a chair. <laughs> that shit had me so fried that day. Oh. But it was good times. It's like memories like that. You know, but I was saw like, that I that to see now. Yeah. Like the picture with like you guys working with Jay-Z or you yeah. like the de- like getting announced on fucking. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Snoop Dogg announcing the deaf jam thing on joe rogan that's just right because joe rogan is the reason right griselda and joe rogan are the two reasons i'm doing this podcast Mm. so that's just a those omens those weird omens that's real shit and it's going from that night that tiny that crazy show right and that energy boston is always so much energy boston is one of our top cities top energy every time it's lit yeah oh that last show that last show at Ooh. Big Night Live. Yep. The Benny show was insane. Hell yeah. Because yeah, I went to the Connecticut and the Boston one, but Boston crowds are right. just different with that shit. That tour we just got off, I was keeping track of trying to say who would win the title. Like, okay, this city's got the title. And I ain't going to lie. We love everybody, but Chicago damn near won the title of that last tour, the Bird and the Plugs tour. Shout out everybody, but we got to shout out Chicago fans. Chicago was crazy. We came back. We did that show with uh, Benny. Weston Conway last season, Mike Rappaport came, shout him out. He came to the show, it was lit. But then we came back as just Benny Solo, and he sold out the same place, sold it out, and the energy was through the roofs. People, that just showed like, you know, we know they love and buy into Griselda, but now they're buying into Benny personally and supporting him personally, not expecting anybody to come but him. And he comes prepared to a show. I go to a lot of shows. Right. He comes prepared and puts on a performance that's like, goddamn! I had to go to the Niagara Falls show, the Connecticut right. show. Like, he puts on a goddamn like real performance right. and at the end of the night. Every night, and this is a good thing. At the end, it's a Super Bowl win, like we yeah. talked about before. And when Benny says, "I have fun tonight," yeah, that's what we loved. It, you know, we got home safe. We got there. We conquered it. That's a Super Bowl win. You know, yeah. Even though some people might not view it like that, to us being from Buffalo coming from nothing, building it all the way to the top. Like, this is yeah. Benny. You know, they used to call him 2 Chain Benny Man, the mayor. Like, yeah. he's been doing this shit. His mother will tell us since he was a baby, like, damn near, you know, literally, she's got memories of nine years old. She tells us all types of stories. But it's like, this is somebody who's, you know, put the work in, built the team, and his dreams really came true. Like, Benny is really like, if you got to compare it to sports, he's kind of like the owner of the team. He's kind of like the coach, yeah, the quarterback. The man catching it, but he's also adding other guys to help those plays out too. But it's like we always got to give Benny credit, and I always give City Boy credit because you know them are the guys that that pull me in. And Benny kind of built the house, you know what I yeah. mean? He built 
the team. And, uh, you know, so I'm always thankful and grateful and I always give not a hundred percent. That's another thing. You can't just give a hundred because there's a lot of people trying to give a hundred. You better give 200 or better. Yeah. 200%, you know, and like I said, might come with sacrifices. It might come with, you know, long nights, early mornings and stuff like that. And, uh, if it was easy, everybody would do it. There's a lot of people working hard. You got to work harder. Like Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And you got to move too, and not think nobody owes you nothing because I tell you what, I get a lot of DMS and sometimes people want to argue or I might even argue with them or I might see them in person and slap them. But, um, <laughs> on some real shit though, it's like, nobody owes you nothing. And, um, you know, you gotta be yourself. No. You gotta be yourself. So if you know, you know, there's certain things about yourself, um, that might not be, um, you know, you just want to stay in your lane. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, if, if, if there's dirt on your name and you want to be a gangster rapper, don't be a gangster rapper. You got dirt on your name. <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause that's what I say is like the music business is like, you know, whether it be the music business or street business, you know, you're either built for it or you're not. When, and, and, you know, some people have been through shit in life that we know you're not built for it. So please don't try to pretend you are because there ain't even no reason for us to play against each other in, in the field because yeah. we're damn near in the NFL and you're not even a college player. You're on a peewee league. And brother. that always comes out <laughs> and it always, comes, it always out. comes out. Yeah. So it's like, you know, be yourself, work hard. And myself and everybody around us, we already been through these situations. So everybody already seen us in action, <laughs> you know, in action to see, okay, we don't talk about it. We really, you know, and it proves getting, Rock Nation, getting exactly like how what what was the Rock Nation man? So Rock Nation is still the management. You know, Benny just was telling the joke the other day, telling our boy Hank over there, man, I'll sign sign me up for a hundred years. You know what I mean? We Rock Nation for life. So Rock Nation is the management team. Yeah, Def Jam is the record label deal. Yeah, so you know, one is for records, one is for management. So Rock Nation still could put a tour together for us or do anything. And you that's Def Jam can too, right. but you know, it's two different partnerships, you know, and they're but those both are two both insane things that show the that biggest, the work pays the biggest, yeah. right? The biggest, you know. So, when, when something like that happens, right, do you expect it or does it come completely out of left field? Me, how I always think is, is like sometimes I'd be getting disappointed when, when people might not put their arm around Benny because I'm like. Even I say that for Buffalo, local local jokers. <laughs> I'm like, yo, listen, if someone doesn't like Benny, BSF, or me, or any of that, then they can't be raw. They can't be real. They can't be because guys like us want to see guys like us win. That's why, how, how did Conway say it? When your idols become your fans? Like, we idolized Jay-Z. We, we were raised on the locks. Like, that shit got me and plenty of people through hard times, through jail times, through... Yeah in the street times, you know, guys like that. And um, so it's like guys like us root for guys like us. You could be Italian. You could be Native American, Mexican. All the best of the worlds is our people. Yeah. You know, you could be from Buffalo, California, <laughs> Detroit, Atlanta. We'll make the name. The names will go on. But if you're the best from your city and you really made it from nothing to something, you're going to roll with guys like us because that's who we are. Yeah. You know, Benny said how he say on his song. Now listen, Sam, don't fuck this up. 
<laughs> Sam, what am I talking about? Listen, I have no idea what song are you talking about. Do you listen about? to music or do you just skim through it? I, know I you, listen to music. That's all I want to hear. As Benny said, real brothers look in the mirror. We see each other. All I right. look in my nephew's eyes and I see my brother. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I say that to say we see each other. You know, so if you don't see us and you or you and us, we're not the same. And it's all good. Yeah. We still love you. But please don't disrespect us. Root for us because we're the underdogs. Yeah. You know, what do you think? What do you think about Buffalo and you guys was like that brought this city? Up? Man, I'm telling you, the under being number one, being the underdogs coming from a place no one ever came from. Like you see it out here, Sam. Yeah. You came the perfect time and not even fast food was open yesterday. You know, this shit was shut down. Snow everywhere. It's cold. No one wants to come here. <laughs> Yeah. You know, people, you know, do say, oh, yeah, the only thing Buffalo's got is chicken wings and the Bills. And man, the Bills lost four Super Bowls. People talk shit like that. And we listen to it. But we know it's like we went to four Super Bowls. We look at it. We don't look as the cup is half empty. We're looking as half full. We went to four Super Bowls in a row. And the Bills are rooting for y'all. Like the the Bills anthem is bent. Exactly. Our friends are in there. We hype each other up. They give us motivation. We give them and. You know, we're real family. Like our boy Deion Dawkins, he's got one of these same BSF chains I'm wearing. He just made the Pro Bowl this year. Huge accomplishment. Wow. Congratulations. You know, Deion Dawkins, he he just signed a new contract with the Bills for four more years. Like he's doing, there's guys like him that we all like got that same beat in our heart. You know, yeah. we like, we're not settling. We want more. We want the W. We want to put ourselves and our people on the mat. Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by producer out of Syracuse, New York, Twist L's. He makes dope lo-fi beats. He has a bunch of tapes on Bandcamp that you should all check out. But uh, if you want to work or get amazing lo-fi beats, hit him up at lofi.lucifer on Instagram. That's L-O-F-I dot L-U-C-I F-E-R. Uh, check him out. He's an amazing dude. Thankfully, sponsors the podcast. Let's get back into it. We like doing the unbelievable. I'm going to tell you a yeah. secret that no one knows. So we did the deal with the Bills. Um, shout out our guys over there. And uh, when it first happened, it started off with me coordinating and um, an interview with Kim, but we were already working with the vice president of the bills. They have a printing company where we do a lot of our printing at. So we already had a good connection there with some family with, with, with some, you know, friends and family and stuff. So like Buffalo is a small town. So it's like, you might have an uncle who's related yeah. to this guy. And again, we all want to see each other win, you know, and help each other out. So when we did that, it's like, we made that connection uh, to do on Kim's podcast, Kim Pagula, the owner of the bills has a podcast. So shout her out, you know, Kim Pagula and, and her and, uh, Oh, she has a pod. Does she do the one with the tiny mic? No, that's, that's K sweets. Oh, okay. All right. That's okay. K sweets, you know? Um, so she does it and she's cool too. She's funny. She's our girl. She runs the social media for the Bills, Sabres and the Buffalo Bandits because the Pagulas on all three teams. Okay. So we, we coordinated with them and did the podcast with Kim and, and Maddie and um, they had a podcast show. So, you know, on that show, they're like, man, it would be cool if you did a song for us. You know, Kim tells she has a, rec- a record label, I believe in Tennessee, a country music. So she understood the music business. Oh, yeah. The Pagoulas are in 
you know how they say it, the average millionaire has seven sources of income. That's another secret. <laughs> that's we're kicking game on here. That's Big what Sam. I'm talking about. The business thing is seven. Like you guys yes. have created things. So, so think about yeah. so people like that. We we understand and we also like ins- are inspired by the Pagulas. They own the Buffalo Bills, which is the NFL. They own the Buffalo Sabers, NHL, the hockey. They own the Buffalo Bandits, the NLL. That's the National Lacrosse League. You know, then they own, I guess, a wine business. They once in the gas business. They're they're in the music business. Their money's making money. They they're got investing. a lot of different. Yeah. They're in the printing business. They're doing their jerseys. You know, they got a factory where they produce hats and shirts and everything. You know, so it's about um, again having that vision. You know, say you are in business. Now it's now it's what's the next business can we do? You know, me and City Boy were talking about this the other day. Is like sometimes us, whether it be me and City Boy talking or me and Benny or, or one of our other guys, anybody, you know, that's in our group and we're talking Jake and guys just talking and coming up with stuff. And then it's like, when we step outside of that conversation, we step back and we look and we're like, wait a minute, we came up with a sports agency on our own. But now when we circle back, Jay-Z has a sports nation. Yeah. We're talking about doing a club just because we're in the club and we see the money and we understand we have all the work in parts. We got the workers, we got the fans. They want to come to our club. So when we step outside of that and look and be like, wait, Jay-Z's got all these 40-40 clubs. Like we're relating to this stuff. Yeah. Even though the idea, he already had the idea. But you come to it separately. It comes to us separately. And we're like, we just start executing one by one. And next thing you know, it looks like like we damn near copied him. Like, but you know what? That's that's the but then he respects blueprint. it. But then he respects right. It's, it's the like, blueprint. It's like yeah. that's the blueprint that great minds think alike. Great minds think alike, you know. So Every time that something like cool happens or I find something out, it's like, oh, wait, I do that, too. And then you can kind right. of build off of and that. Sometimes because- you might have an idea and you might not execute. And guess what? Yeah. Three months later, you might see someone do the same thing like, damn, I was thinking about that. I can't yeah. believe I didn't do it. Well, that's you know? like a. I don't even know if it's a thing with music, but with comedy, like I'll think of a joke. And then six months later, I see someone do that same joke that execute. I never even did. It's like. I should have got to that first. I would have done it so much better. Absolutely, man. That's how life goes, man. Execution. Uh, someone told me that the thing about success is all about execution. If people execute or not, it, everyone has great ideas. Right. And that's just like execute? hunting because I'm a hunter. Are you? I'm a hunter. You know how you mentioned Joe Rogan? He's a hunter, yeah, too. He is. He was on one of the shows that I, I like to watch called Meat Eaters. Oh, with Steve Rinella. Beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you know your shit. Yeah, I grew up. I have a camp, hunting camp with no running oh, man. water up in Maine. Yes, that's huh? beautiful. No, so yeah. you, you know meat eaters. They mm-hmm. basically real quick rundown. They they go hunting. They might be all the way up in the mountains. So they're they're not taking this thing all the way back. They're you know butchering it themselves right there, doing the right thing with it, and then they put a meal together and say, okay, today we're gonna make you know, and they cook it right out there. Yeah. So you know, I say that about the hunting is is because you know life. If you're a good hunter. Be, again, not every hunter is thinking like this, but you take them same skills and apply it. What do you want to hunt? You know, okay, where can we find this at? You know, Mm -hmm. or we go out and find it. And then it comes down to about your aim and your accuracy. Yeah, You got to have the aim and accuracy because everybody can be a hunter, you know, but you know, it's a lot of ingredients. You got to have have the patience, patience, you know, and Patience is a real thing. Absolutely. People, it happens quicker than you think it does, but right. it happens longer than you think. Like it happens like 
a day after you're about to give up. Everything great happens the day after you're about to give up. Right. And I learned that, too, in this game. And I don't know if I want to credit it to uh, my prison time or not, but I got to because it's like one old timer that was doing a lot of years in there. I met him in Comstock in the maximum facility. His name was Paulie. He used to kick the craziest good shit. He was an old Italian dude doing a lot of time from New York City. And um, he was in there. I don't even remember probably about 20, 30 years by the time I met him, he's old time. And, um, and, uh, he said, he's like, if you leave here with nothing at all, make sure you leave here with patience. He's like, you understand? He's like, if you just waited five years to go home, (laughs) you got patience. You didn't try to escape. You ain't go crazy. If you leave here with nothing at all, you got to at least leave with patience, you know? So sometimes I always think about stuff like that because it's like, that's one thing a lot of people say with me sometimes is I got patience, you know, and, and that's why I think I do good too is because sometimes you got to slow down. Yeah. I, I stop and think before I say something or do something. I'm like, all right, hold up. <laughs> and that's why you like, I felt like I was on this path to burn myself off and I burned myself out and I took a step back and you got to work smarter. And harder. harder, not harder. Right. But you, but you got to work harder, too, because you got to separate yeah. yourself like shit. I was just talking to Black G's. I don't. Do yeah. You, my, Rochester. I know my yeah. boy. And he has one of the craziest stories. He was falsely accused of first degree murder. Yeah. Put in prison for 10 years. He learned the law and got himself. Out. Exactly. Crazy. But that pay like the patience, like patience. When I work. think he's I'm in the gonna, library, he's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. When do you? You when know. I think like I can't do that, anything can be yeah. shit like you guys did that from Buffalo. That's why exactly. so many people are behind you. I think anyone who's from a town at a city that might not be New York right. or L.A. or maybe like Atlanta in the rap right, right, game, right. Mm-hmm. they all back. Oh, shit. Three people. That's why I try to tell you, right? Like can put the whole you see thing each in. other, whether it be Jada Kiss, it could be Raekwon from the Wu-Tang. It could be. You know, Jay-Z, Snoop Dogg, these guys, you know, fabulous. Two chains. I'm thinking of so many people that love Benny. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, Jadakiss, Styles, Sheik. Like everybody that, you know, we listen to as young young men or young even kids. You know, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Crazy Bone, Secret. He just sent a verse back for our BSF album. I'm leaking it here. <laughs> Shout oh, out Crazy uh, Bone. Yeah. Shout out Steve LaBelle because that's my bro and he made it happen. Steve's oh, from really? New York. It's you know? what, can we say who it's with? It's with BSF boys. That's what I'll leave it up to a mystery. But I'll tell you what, my boy, Love Boat Luciano's on the song. Shooter from BSF. You know, but, you know, we got, yeah, that's such a good arsenal. And and, um, everybody's crazy. Everybody's putting work in. And like we said, man, all all the people, you know, that that we got respect for and made it from nothing to something. They see that we did the same thing, made it from nothing to something. Even me. You know, people who who used to watch my skits from Uncle Murder, how you mentioned my boy Sean at Griselda fan page. Yeah. You mentioned him. He's somebody that's seen me literally from nothing to something, too. Like, man, he's like, man, we liked all the same people. You were doing Uncle Murder skits and 50 Cent skits. And, you know, uh, when I believe he's in something, good, dude, when I believe in something, I go all in. Even when 50 had F and Baca, I was out here not pushing even working up, for him, pushing, pushing up. Up. I'm out here like, you know, I, I and that's where we're at now, you know. Shit, I'm in the comedy world. People know Griselda now 
because exactly. of me because exactly and, and at least my because they don't listen to that music exactly. but i'm always wearing crazy hoodies i'm always same wearing, shit same yeah. thing like even even lenovas for example this is my family's place they've been around since 57 now everybody in buffalo knows them they ship wings and stuff worldwide they yeah. they were shipping it to iraq to the military but guess what really? they're as big as they are and they're doing you know selling billions of wings literally they're in the bill stadium they're in the saber stadium they're in all the stadiums, but as big as they are, there's still a culture of people, Griselda fans, Black Soprano family fans that now also tag me on Instagram that never knew Lenovo's. But when they come here for a Benny show, Tony, I'm going to Lenovo's. Will you know? from Fast Money Farms just texted me to go to Lenovo's. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like they're huge, but there's still a pocket of people, just like you said, in the comedy world, as big as Benny is and hard as he's working, yeah. there's still always more people to gather up and say, Check this shit out, man. You need to know this shit, you know? And that's what I think when you're talking about all the people that you idols are now fans. I think that's what they're doing. They're like, yeah, they're like, I love this. I, right. When LeBron James or Drake shouts, come on, like, come you, on, they're man. like, right. I, I need you to enjoy this right. as much as I do. And I think that's been happening. If you look at at least I from a fan from Boston going to each show and seeing right. The audience grow and grow and grow. It's but right. the fans are always wild, but the amount of people there are always growing. Right. That stuff, that stuff helps make our heartbeat. Like even even from um the first tour we did all together as one, me, Benny, City Boy, Rick Hyde, Heem, Lovey. Uh, we did the Butcher's Coming tour. This is back when a friend of ours was just coming out and um he had Butcher on steroids out. And that tour was like a lot of the songs he was performing was like features, you know, like yeah. Broad Face Brippler. He was performing his verse off Wes's album. Exactly. Or, you know, he's performing songs like that. And um, we'd have the merch table back then. We had T-shirts, skateboards and CDs. And, you know, I remember certain states like Utah, for example. Utah was probably the lowest sold show. It was about, I want to say, let's just say 20 people were in there. Wow. But the energy was through the roof. And yeah. I say that to say we went from selling at the merch table. We might have sold five shirts here, 30 shirts here, 50 shirts here to now doing over a half a million dollars in shirts and shipping them to Australia. Yeah. And me shipping them from Jake shipping them from out of his living room and then me shipping them out of my garage and then us having a warehouse. Yeah. Then us blowing up to where the warehouse isn't even big enough. And now we do a merch deal because guess what? Now we need a big company to help us ship, yeah. you know? So it's like stuff like that. And know? that means a lot to me. And I hope people listen that you say 20 people were at a show in Utah. Cause I think one, some people think it's always we crazy. Have fun. All we the have time. fun out and there. And that means a lot, but like, it shows that you just have to keep pushing. Exactly. Like some We've people never, think, I've never been to Utah. The Butcher coming tour and just this rap game alone, this shit took us all over the whole country. Yeah. Like I see New York City the first time in my life on a on a jail bus shankle, shackled up. <laughs> like that's the first time I see New York City getting transported from one prison to the next. And they're like, yeah, that's the Hudson River. Somebody that I'm shackled to. Like, I'm like, damn, I know, you know, like shit you don't even yeah. think of. But this rap thing now I've been literally to about every single state in the, in the United States. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just crazy. You that's know, it's crazy. That's the first time you saw the city. Yeah. Because, you know, being from Buffalo, it's a six hour ride, you know, and, and, you know, I, it's like, as a, when you're in that state, it's like, you know, nothing but your little neighborhood. Some people get adventurous and go to these other places, but I never knew much about it until 
you know, I went to prison and then I'm meeting people from New York city and they're like, they know about Buffalo. Some, some knew about Buffalo. They're like, yeah. Oh, you know, and some didn't. And, and we're like, you know, a small selection. You, you connect with people that you relate to. You know, I always had all the music in prison. I had all the tapes, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, shout out Doris records here in Buffalo, but my people first. used to go to Doris yeah. records and send me sweatsuits and tapes. And, you know, it might've been, like I said, I'm type of guys, Jada kiss and styles. And, I remember even what was Pat the first Bruce. time you heard Benny back when I was two chain Benny, man, Benny. Listen, when I was in prison, Benny made the front of the Buffalo news entertainment part as two chain Benny and um, in prison. A lot of guys, you know, upstate, they're like, oh, man, there's, co-, you know, they, they mistake this place. They think, oh, man, there's uh, I heard about upstate. There's farms there and cows and. You know, because they only know about the prison system and the prison system. There is a lot of prisons around here, but they're all a half hour, 45 minutes away from the city. So when you're going to them prisons and all you see is trees and yeah, cows on the way there, you're like, man, this is Buffalo. Just this like is how you see New York City just through the Hudson River. Like Exactly. Yeah. You're like some people mistake what Buffalo was. So they would, you know, be arguing about, man, we got big, we got Jay-Z, man, man. But Buffalo ain't got no rappers. But I remember when Benny made the thing. I was telling them like, yeah, look, we, we got rappers too. You know, I probably was even blowing it up a little more than it was. I'm like, man, we got two chain Benny, man. I'm telling you, you listen to this shit. And, and, uh, because see these corner stores out here, even though I'm from like the West side and what's called black rock, Benny was from the East side, you know, they're probably 15 minutes apart, but we had no reason like to probably go to each other's neighborhood right? or they might've came over here, but we had no reason to go over there because everything we needed is right here. And, um, but our corner stores would have his music, you know, Shay shot. And again, rest in peace, Shay, but he had, you know, forgotten Shea. city and he had these, you know, DVDs and, and really the CDs that were at these corner stores that we're going to, you yeah. know, and we're like, these guys are from Buffalo. Let me check this out. The trust tape, you know, and I went to prison, came home. My girl, my, my, my girl's brother, she's showing me like, Oh yeah, check this tape out. You know, he's showing me shit when I come home. Like, yeah, you got to listen to this trust tape, man. It's Benny on the trust tape. And you know, that's how, how, how it goes. Everything connects. Like I said, Buffalo is a small town. So we yeah. all know certain things. Like even when I didn't meet Benny, he might've been eating at Lenovo's or know about Lenovo's or know about this neighborhood and yeah. certain stuff. So when he meets someone who, you know, is from there, he already kind of gets it and knows where you're coming from and vice versa. I know where he's coming from Montana. Ave, like yeah, city boy, you know, and all that, you know, so Real do sad. you feel you didn't think any of this would happen back then? Man, back when I was younger, I always knew there was something. And when I was in prison, that's where Tony De Niro kind of came in. Like when I was in prison, at one point I went to the box. I went to, I got sent to solitary confinement for one year because I was getting in weed and I was on some hustle man shit because I only for a hustler. year though. They gave me a year in the box and they sent me all the way to Malone, New York, about eight hours away. So when I was in that box, once you're in there a certain amount of time, they give you headphones. You can plug into the wall and they, you can listen to music and stuff. And, um, but I always love music. Like as a kid, I, I go yeah. to some of the, me and my cousin would go to, they used to have Hills and Hills, which was like, kind of like a Walmart, but this is in the nineties, late nineties. And we'd steal stuff. Like we stole the first M&M thing. Me and my cousin would go in there. They'd have them in plastic things. He'd go in the bathroom, break it up. I ain't telling this is all past seven years now. Exactly. But we was kids. We was yeah. kids, man. We was kids. <laughs> no stealing, on stealing shit. The Marshall Mathers LP, Bone Dugs and Harmony, East 1999, Biggie Smalls, Life After Death. Like 
We're in there stealing shit. Yeah. We're stealing baseball cards, basketball cards too. Back then. We just, we just, you know, we didn't have nobody that was going to buy it for us. We're just going stealing that shit and then listening to it on our own. Like, you know, and at one point it was cassette tapes. We were stealing hate me now with Nas and Puff daddy, no way out. Like this is back then in them days. And you know, shout out my cousin, Carl, man, we was in there stealing shit <laughs> and then yeah. listening to it. But where I was going with that is like, where was I going with that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was talking, you were talking about when you were in prison, you always. Okay. So I always loved music. So yeah. listen, let me tell you this. DMX was always one of my favorite rappers. All right. At one point in time, I damn near didn't want to hear nobody but DMX. So at one point I got the, we got the, the, the stereo system that had two cassette players. Right. Yeah. So we got a blank tape in this cassette and we got another tape in this cassette. And I'm literally, I got Jay-Z's album, money, cash, hoes, money, cash, hoes. What? We're, I'm literally ripping my favorite DMX verses off each one and putting it on this cassette tape over here. So now when I put that cassette in my Walkman, all I got is a million only, DMX only verses. DMX. Just DMX verses. That's so I probably was in seventh grade. Did back you ever then. get to meet DMX? I didn't meet DMX. No, I wasn't on Benny's trip. I couldn't travel back then. There was a point in time in this in this BSF run where I couldn't travel due to some yeah. probation bullshit. And uh, that was one of the times I didn't get to travel and meet DMX. But but when you you were talking about being alone for a year in the box able, and being able to so listen check to it music. out. So that's where I was getting to. I just rewound you back to when I was younger, how music's always been in me and DMX always helped. Your fit. Yeah. Hell yeah. So so even my pops, he ended up meeting a lady at one point and moving way out by like Niagara Falls which from the city of Buffalo, that's about a half hour away. I used to take my bike and he wouldn't know, but I would take my bike <laughs> and drive from out there all the way back to Buffalo. It might've been for nothing. I might've got there. It took an hour. I used to listen to the DMX It's dark and hell is hot. I think it would take me two whole plays to get to there. That's how long I'd that's ride my bike. Trip. And when I get there, I'd be tired as a bitch. I'd damn near be trying to find a ride back out there. Like, all right, I got to go. I already got to be back home by the time I get there type shit. But, you know, it's, it's stuff like that. So music was only something that helped me out and motivated me and helped me get to where my next steps was trying to go. But so when I was in the box, I listened to music. I had a notebook. I would write down all types of songs. You know, literally what I hear, I'm like, oh, let me take Buster Rhymes first off this. Let me take uh, Jay-Z's verse off this. And I would write down the songs, Lil Wayne, you know, Jay, Young Jeezy. Yeah. I'd be writing down all these like songs and say, take this first and mix it with this first. I still got the notebook somewhere. Really? But, and I wanted to come home and make this album, Tony De Niro, and uh, as a DJ and have all these different pieces of these songs and blend them together, almost like DJ Khaled's doing, like mixing all these artists. But this was just stuff that was out that I'm like, oh, this verse right here, people need to know this one. <laughs> You know, and yeah. when I came home, I didn't get right into that, but it was something that in there I was kind of planning. Yeah. I was always planning to wish that I could get into. Uh, How did you do a year without it breaking you? Mm. Man, I'm going to be honest. I tell you what, them headphones is a big part of it. The headphones, them headphones, listening to that music was a big part of it. Um, my lady, my kid's mother, who she is, is she used to come up and visit me. And I go on them visits and think about, you know, my daughter and and then and then just other guys that were around me, like, you know, 
I had other guys that were like big time guys that were, you know, he might be in the cell out here and we go out at rec and we talk and it's like, man, this dude is doing life. What can I complain about? Yeah. I got five years or, you know, at that point in time, I had like three more years to do. I'm like, I got three years, a yeah. whole lot of time, but guess what? <laughs> Buddy out here is never coming home and I could be in his shoes possibly. Or, you know, it's like, you think about that's when you really got time alone and you start thinking like, man, well, where was I going? Is this what I wanted to live like? Like, do you, you know? believe it's a coincidence that you're now doing what you're doing in music? Mm, I don't, you know, to be honest, like I said, it, it, certain stuff is in us. And as long as you can get to that point to where you realize that, you know, where you, you got to have the vision. Yeah. You know, Benny says, I want his song. I always quote his shit. Cause this dude here, he's got so many quotes that real life shit. We call them no, quotables. He's got so many quotables. That's like, Man, you right just are going to relate to, right? You're going to relate to, you're going to just relate to that shit. And it's like, he's got one, like he said, a lot of people ain't believe they ain't see the vision. He said, I learned how to shave at a sink in prison. Like shit like that is like, yeah. shit, it's deep, man. That's, that's but a lot of people don't believe because they ain't see the vision. Even when I was doing my skits, I used to, I needed people to be in my skits sometimes. Yeah. Shout out my bro, Ray. <laughs> But he would be in my skits. It's like sometimes I needed people. Sometimes I'd pay people because some of my skits, I would fuck people up in my skits, like fake fuck them up. I'd have to tape them up and do weird shit to yeah. them, tape them up, slap them around and shit. <laughs> sometimes I'd literally pay him like, yo, bro, I got 50 for you. I need you to be in the skit and let me slap you. And people, I'd find them, believe me, because yeah. I wanted to get it done. Of course. You know, and, and some people seen the vision, you know, my boy Joe, too. You know, he, there, there's people that were around me that. We're like, all right, let me get up in this shit. This shit sounds crazy, but I'm going to trust you on this. No, Fuck for it. For real. You <laughs> what you want me to do? Like you know, so it's like, yeah, you know, and, and that's always helpful. And if you don't have nobody that believes in you, my but you believe in you, you're going to find them. Gonna find I believe some. in me, but I also, my producers believed in me. They start, they took my podcast. I had nothing. I didn't know anything about podcasts. Right. And they taught me everything and they just saw my vision too. Right. And I you bet you did to, a little homework on your own. I did do a little homework on my own and there I studied and I talked about, I, I watched maybe every Joe Rogan from episode 400 oh, wow. to episode That's 1600. Wrong. Right. Like, I, that I studied. <laughs> studied. That. Like, Just like I told you, sometimes I might to this day, I'll still watch a 50 cent interview or, you know, even on my Instagram, I'd be, um, following a page that like does a lot of promo for him. Um, and I, I even watch how he moves in the club and I'm like, okay, yeah. I see like his crew, he moves us and and we can all see ourselves like, okay, there I am there, you know, it, but it's like stuff like that. You want to study. If you're in the entertainment world, you're like, okay, 100 how we move or yeah. we're moving how he moves and we're all on the same page, even though we might not even looked at each other's book. And you that's, know? you need to see those, like uh, the guiding stars are like, Oh, I'm going to, there's a blueprint. There's exactly. a blueprint for everything. Facts. We'll, we'll wrap this up pretty soon, but I do want to ask you, Benny has worked with everyone, but you're talking about love. Who do you wish he worked? Like, who do you want to see him work wow. with? Okay. He's got so much, like you said, everyone. I got most of them here on my phone. Some people joke and be like, Tone's got the million dollar phone. <laughs> Even if they stole this, they couldn't access them songs without my facial ID. <laughs> 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 and uh so i'm not gonna lie one person is i mean the jay-z is obvious but that's i'm not even gonna use that one because it's like that's there you know that yeah. him and jay-z text all the time 
He loses a phone, loses his number, gets his number back. Jay-Z will laugh at him like, you're the first person who ever lost my number. <laughs> you know, but yeah. it's like the connection's too that'll raw happen, and real yeah. that he knows, you know, he sees himself. Like but I that'll said. happen when it's supposed to happen. Exactly. That's something you can't rush. But in the meantime, who I would love to see Benny work with, I ain't going to lie, is probably like a Yo Gotti. Because he's got a lot of stuff under his belt. Like I said, I'm not going to say Nas. He already's got something with Nas. He's already got something with Meek Mill. He's already got something with Drake. But me personally, I would love to see Benny with a Yo Gotti. And then obviously Jay-Z. And just because I'm a big fan, I would love to see him with 50. That would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, because he wasn't on City on the Map. Right. Off of um, fucking right. what would Sheen Gun do? You're right, because right. 50's on that album, but I don't think Benny. Right, yeah, place. he wasn't on that one, but yeah, if I had to pick someone, I would say Yo Gotti and even even Fifty Cent. Yeah, that know? would be crazy, man. Thank you for doing this. This means a lot. This night means a lot. And uh, shout out, it was you. Shout out Zach, Zach Warren for making it connecting the. There dot. were two announcements on this podcast that. Zach Warren's coming on bucked up and that Benny's coming on bucked up. Both of <laughs> people are more excited for the Zach. And is one, it safe to say you had the best wings? I did. I ate too many wings. <laughs> <laughs> These are a lot of people's favorite, right? You see this shit's empty at this point. That's just empty. Thank you so much for doing Thank you, this. Sam, man. You've been on me and I've uh, been messaging me and I'm like, let's you get it done. Me out. Like even when I had mess ups with like, Shit, you always help me out. Anything, Thank man. You. I'm always a guy that tries to be responsive and makes try to, even when it's impossible, we try to make everybody happy, man. Man, thank <laughs> you. I hope people enjoy this. Where can they find you? Appreciate everybody, man. I'm at the real Tony De Niro on Instagram. I only have Instagram at the real Tony De Niro, and uh, you know, I hope you uh, are inspired, man. I hope uh, you're one of us. For real. And if you're not one of us, try to be more like us. <laughs> it's all good. We love you still. Salute. How my boy Benny said it, another W for the villains, baby. Another W for the villains. Salute BSF. And, and hey, shout out to the Buffalo Bills. You know, this weekend we're going to Kansas City. We're coming for revenge. We're already the AFC East champions. We're coming for the AFC East title. No, no, no. We got the title. We're coming for the AFC East. Who do you think you're going to face? Well, this Super is Bowl. <sighs> Super Bowl. Who are we going to face, Zach? You tell me. Because, see, when we win this I game... I heard bangles. No, no, no. When we win this game... Like or, or right, because when we win this game, if if the Bengals beat Tennessee, the Bengals are coming here to Buffalo, and then we're going to trample them. And then we would play. But if Tennessee beats the Bengals, we're going to Tennessee. And I, when I say we, the Buffalo Bills and BSF. <laughs> you have to be there. You're we're the going. You're the, you're the, uh, the real... Um, we're real uh, mascot. <laughs> we got the real mascot. Shout out Buffalo Capo. You see, we had him on stage. Yeah, that dude who smashed the table. What's up That's with that? That's our boy dude? AJ, man, from Buffalo is fuck. Shout him out. Yo, that, you were there too, right? You know like when that dude smashed through the table? He jumped through because, you know, they call the Bills fans. The Buffalo Bills fans are called the Bills Mafia. So me, I trademark and copyright. I had a design created. Uh, shout out my boy Wonka who created that. He created this design. And it took, like, no exaggeration. He probably drew this shit 50 times. He drew this drawing 50 times. I kept saying, no, not that one. No, no, that's too cartoonish. No, no, no. And finally, he came with one. I was like, that's it. I, I, I had a trademark lawyer. We got everything signed off. I paid for the trademark. And then I made it to a shirt, a hat. I got all the Hall Dope of Famers designs. right here, you know. Buffalo Coppel. Basically, what it is is Thank you for the, hat. the Godfather body with a buffalo head. And I got the trademark for if you see a buffalo head with a bow tie and that rose next to it, I got the trademark. I own it. 
He'll sue your ass if you steal it. I'll shut you down unless we're breaking bread. But I say that to say, I turn that to a hat, T-shirt, to a mascot. And there ain't no more mafia than the Godfather movie. And there ain't no more buffalo than a buffalo head. So we got the best Bills mafia mascot that could ever be created. He's in the music video with Benny doing the Bills Mafia anthem. He's supported by all the old timers, even guys like Andre Reed, you know, the Hall of Famers, I should say. And and Deion Dawkins, our man who, who's kicking ass right to this day. And um, we created that. That's why I try to say is about having the vision and then bringing it to life and executing it. But back to this shit. Going to Kansas City, us, BSF and the Buffalo Bills. We're coming for revenge. We went last season. We bought the suite. Shout out, Benny. We went to Kansas City <laughs> oh, last time. I thought you time. said Zach bought the suite. I thought you were playing. Ooh, Zach Warren. <laughs> we're waiting for his ass to buy a suite, but he's on his way. He's on his way. But last season, we went there and we took the loss. It sucked, but we were there and we made it, so that was cool. It was a good experience. And um, now we're going back. And now when we win, you know, we're going to be the AFC champs, period. Then we're playing the Bengals, hopefully here in Buffalo, to spank them and then go to the Super Bowl. No matter what, no matter what. If you win, you win KC game, you're automatic. Exactly. And we will not lose. We don't, we're not taking the loss. If you perfect game. Perfect game. Have you seen the energy in the stadium this weekend? Game. The fucking, there is no roof on it. But if there was a roof, that shit would have got blown off, brother. That was cold as shit. Oh, no, you had a sweep. Yeah. We were in a sweep, yeah. but no. <laughs> He was there, but no, listen, see, that, that, that's the thing about me. I was in the suite, but guess what? You know what I did? I went and stood in the crowd. I went and stood in that oh, aisle. I thought you said you painted your body. Ah, that's one thing I ain't going to get that crazy to take my shirt off, but I definitely stood there and yelled and got in the crowd with everybody and felt that energy and like, woo. <laughs> no, hell yeah, man. We love Buffalo and everything that represents Buffalo, all the, all the shit that works hard and puts in the work, man. Man, thank you so much for doing this. Big Sam. Salute, brother. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, Tony. Sam, keep working hard, man. Thank you. I appreciate that.